Once upon a time, a man had a dream. From that dream, he created a place that inspired others to dream. I, I like, you know, I like when we all support each other. And me growing up being DW, Rob, or whatever, whatever I was called, uh, you know, in, in my mind, I am the ultimate Disney World geek. But I realized real quick, Dean, I know zero about Disney World compared to some of these people and, and their experiences and everything. So it was just amazing that, you know, that people yeah. actually know more than me and love more than me. And, you know, Meg, I'm going to use Meg as an example again because she's there right now. She's at Disney World. I'm like, wow, she was just there in October. Like and people just, and, and if they live there and they want to move there and everything. This is a podcast for those who share a passion for Disney World and are planning a magical day they can all spend together at this happy place. Welcome to This Happy Place. As part of this podcast, we're planning a magical meetup at Disney World. If you have a Disney pursuit and would like to be interviewed for this podcast, send an email to meetup at thishappy.place. What's up, everyone? How's it going? It's Frankie, Frankie Frat. <laughs> too, much, too much enthusiasm there. <laughs> Here we are. The stream is live. Hey, everyone. That's cool. Thank you so much, Brandon. Welcome, everyone. It is Pub Talk 6, I believe, right? How's it going? It's Rob Fuzz here. I just wanted to come on. Sorry about it. I've been on the run a little crazy. I am in Sydney, Australia. It is... Uh... Like Rob Fuzz has been one of the live streamers that um, is just lately really hitting it out of the park. And I've been honored to be a part of his live streams. And today I have him on this happy place podcast. Rob, welcome to the show. Hey, Dean, what's going on? I, I think I asked you to be on this show, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, I I had I had a file already set aside okay. with Rob Fuzz on it, and I had this script half done. I finished it up this morning, so I know I reached out to you for this. The reason why I say that because I do love the show. I do love the podcast. Um, I love every person you've interviewed so far. I love all these channels, all great people, of course. Two of my partner channels on my YouTube channel that uh, you've interviewed, and uh, I just I just love the show. So thank you so much, Teen, for having me on uh, your podcast, and uh, I'm excited. Let's do this. Let's do it. I started my channel, believe it or not, 10 years ago. And I could say that now because it is officially 2019. And I started in 2009. And um, I think I posted about three or four videos. And, and you know those, those silly ice bucket challenges? I think I put an ice bucket challenge on there at some point. We did. And, um, yeah, this is a long time ago. And, I, I, and I'll be honest with you, I, never did, I got maybe 30 subscribers and I didn't really do much about it. And I think it was because... You know, I was really into uh, social media. You know, I have a, a website um, and multimedia company, photography, video, um, social media, you know, managing and stuff like that. And um, I kind of just saw, you know, and, and maybe I'll put a blemish on, on our, our interview already here, but maybe I just didn't really like what I saw 10 years ago at YouTube with, you know, people and the way they reacted and me putting myself out there and everything, I think I, I kind of had a bad taste in my mouth. So I kind of frowned away from it. 
and I, I just kind of went other directions, doing photography and video and career stuff and everything. And then I kind of, um, I kind of changing careers last year. You know, it's I've been on YouTube. My restart, my blowing off the dust, my kickstart. Um, December two thousand seventeen, I started up again. So I, I, you know, I can honestly say doing videos and you know of course live streams came into effect you know started getting big last year and i guess that's when i really started you know kicking it back in was last december um and 200 like 50 videos on youtube later you know my channel is it's just rob fuzz it's me you know i, I kind of decided last year you know my company uh, like i said 360 multimedia um but i i decided that i wanted to promote me uh dean and i just wanted to kind of get out there show people what i'm like um you know all the different people you've interviewed on this channel they're all kind of theme park centric I, I love theme parks i love traveling um uh you know it just it's just a fun channel and the main bulk of it is doing live videos you know right from my basement here just having fun um yep. The, my goal, is, my channel is just to kind of be different. Like everyone, yeah. you know, everyone, and it's not nothing wrong with that. You know, there's no rules, you know, on YouTube. You could do it right. really whatever you want. You know, obviously you can't do whatever you want, but, you know, there's no yeah. rules what direction you go in. And I, I like taking technology. I like doing, um, looking back at retro videos from theme parks and Disney World and Universal and, and my travels and, um, I, uh, one week I did shark week over the summer. I, I showed yeah. different shark things. That was fun. Um, I have a lot of collaborations. I have my nephew, uh, Frankie, we do Frankie Fridays, which, you know, we have like a, a like a 30 year uh, age difference and everything. And I, I really find it fascinating. He wanted to start, uh, doing YouTube stuff and he does his own little channel. He streams video games and stuff, but I wanted to do, you know, I, I, I we're doing it tomorrow. We're doing a Frankie Friday. Um, I like collaborating with him because I, I you know, I, when you do something on the air, you kind of talk and, and just to see the age difference. And I have two kids and one's, ex, uh, you know, around his age and everything, but he really communicates what he thinks, what, how he feels about life and, and what uh, his likes and dislikes are. And it's great. You know, we don't always agree on stuff. And um, <laughs> some of the stuff he talks about, I never heard of. And some of the stuff he looks at me like I have three heads too, but I like doing that. I do another thing with, you know, some of my partner channels and other YouTubers we call pub talk. We just, that just kind of formed. And I think we're on six. We're doing one tonight, actually. Uh, me and my, some of my partner channels. And we discuss uh, tonight. We're discussing our, you know, our top 10 uh, theme park moments, like uh, thinking back and everything. So, you know, yep. my, my topics are everywhere from sharks to theme parks to um, tech and all that kind of stuff. And yep. I, I just like to have fun, really. You mentioned early on that you, you didn't want to put a blemish to the fact that you're kind of challenging some of the videos and the, the style of 10 years ago. But mm. actually, I think that's what has caused this community to kind of emerge is that we all kind of had that feeling, too. And, and so to watch you do like your retro videos. I really enjoyed those. I, I like watching you uh, comment as we're watching them. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah. And so, uh, and Frankie, I have to say, uh, if you haven't seen Frankie, he, he looks like Ralph Macchio. You know, <laughs> <He> kid. <laughs> but um, so tell us a little bit about where you're originally from and where, where you live now or as much as you want to tell us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm a Jersey guy, New Jersey. I grew up um, central Jersey. Old bridge is my hometown. Um, and, uh, you know, I lived there most of my life, about 30 years or something. And, um, 
I met my wife and her family's from uh, New York. So I moved to Long Island about 10 years ago. So now I currently live in, I'm a New Yorker now. So I kind of say I'm more of a New Yorker. I, I kind of, I'm a Jersey slash New Yorker. So I kind of like, it's just my style. I tell people what I think and everything. And it just is what it is. So is that a thing you say you, you become a New Yorker? I, I didn't know that was a thing. I turned oh. in, Dean, I really turned into a New Yorker. It's kind of scary. So, you know, and, and it's kind of funny because people from Jersey are kind of scared of New Yorkers, the way they drive and the way they do stuff and react and everything. So it's yeah, funny, so. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, typical questions. Uh, Disney related favorite park, favorite attractions, name a few at least. And then maybe like a favorite Disney restaurant. Yeah, I've been to many different parks besides Disney World, but to my favorite Disney World park, you know, I, obviously you love the Magic Kingdom, you know, obviously I don't want to upset your brother, Bob, and I love Epcot a lot. I, I love them all. It's very hard to to pick, and it could change. It could change, you know. But I've been saying lately that my favorite park, it surprises a lot of people, but my favorite park is Animal Kingdom, I think, at the current moment. Because believe it or not, I just love – I've been to the parks, you know, growing up over the years and everything. I've probably been down to Disney World about I, – I lost track after probably 25 or so. So I I just haven't gone as much with my kids and after getting married and stuff we, we with my kids and everything I've probably been there about six or seven times, uh, the okay. Disney World, um, but you know currently I just love Animal Kingdom I love what they did with Pandora I love and it's funny because my answer is I love getting lost in a park so like I can you can blindfold me and you can say you can put me on Main Street and say hey go to um, like the Haunted Mansion I can go blindfolded because I know that park like the back of my hand. It's another reason why I love Disneyland too because Disneyland's set up different than the Magic Kingdom and I get lost in, in Disneyland too because I've only been to Disneyland about five times and it's been a while too so okay. and um, I, I really do love Tokyo Disneyland too. I've been there. Yeah. It's been 13 years since I've been there but currently if you ask me my favorite park is Animal Kingdom. So that's Animal a Kingdom. Long well, answer to the question. But. That's a good, it's a good answer and the fact uh, this morning I was watching um, Resort TV One's um, Pandora Walk video mm. and I was like man just the sounds alone were totally worth it. Name your favorite a uh, few of your favorite attractions. Ah, wow, that's tough. You know, believe it or not, another bizarre attraction that I love. It's it's probably I, I've I've gone through this on my channel. You know, Haunted Mansion, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean, however you want to say. It, it's those are you know my all time favorites. But but believe it or not, one of my weird, odd favorite rides of all time is the the Pooh's Honey Pot in Tokyo yeah. Disneyland. <laughs> I've talked about it before, and. Uh, I just I just love it. I think it's a great ride. It's a trackless ride. I don't know if you ever seen it, Dean, online or anything, but it's no. so immersive and it's so amazing. And that's definitely the way that I feel. You know, the new the new Star Wars ride in Galaxy's Edge is going to be a trackless ride. The new you know Ratatouille ride in Paris, uh, it's a trackless ride. And everything and you're, you're in these honey pots, and you smooth and there's four cars that go at once and you go into this room at some point. It's just an incredible ride. It's not. It's nothing like the Honey. The uh, it's nothing like the Winnie the Pooh rides here. It's just. It's just something really different. And there's a two to three hour wait at all times at that ride over there. Really? It's a very big favorite there. Yeah. And it's just. It just blows you away. Like and it, I, I did my. That's one of the things I do too on my channel. Like I'll go back and I'll take my tapes and I'll 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 put on the ride. I put on Winnie the Pooh. I put on the different rides from from Tokyo Disneyland. But I'll go back now which I like, I think it's different. I'll show like the entire, all my footage 
and I live streamed for two and a half hours the other night showing my Tokyo Disneyland footage. Look, it, it got 200 some views already on the first day. Really? People have been enjoying it. And like you said, we talked before, like I like to do commentary about it and talk about it and give a little behind the scenes. And I just think that's something different I do on my channel. I like. How about a favorite uh, Disney restaurant? It's kind of tough. Um, I guess, you know, believe it or not, I'm going to, I'm trying to think of the different stuff. I, you know, I don't. I haven't really been to a lot of the fancy or restaurants. You know, we got to go to the castle with the kids. That was a lot of fun. Um, well, Cinderella tried hooking up uh, my two boys uh, with her sisters, which was awesome. It was that was one of the funny moments we had. <laughs> and I really, you know, I really liked the experience. It was really cool. I always want. It was always a. Uh, um, it was always a dream of mine to actually eat in the castle. So I, you know, I guess I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, eating in the castle is probably my favorite. And I really like be our guest. I love the dynamic of, you know, I was actually very lucky when we went the first time. Um, I got an email the night before, and we were like one of the testers uh, to order in advance. We showed up. We we just said pick any seat. We sat down, and they just brought the food to us automatically because I guess they they picked up your band or whatever. So I was just oh. blown away by the technology. Of that. So that was pretty cool too. So I, I guess be our guest and a the tie be our guest and the and a, a Cinderella's. Uh, table i guess it's called i think that was yeah. my too so when did you first go to disney and i i know this is a while ago because i've seen some of your retro videos but when did you first go and and when did you start to really develop a passion for it yeah when i was growing up my, my uh my parents called my nickname was dw which was pretty funny so dw rob or whatever yeah so for disney world so oh sure yeah so i i, I love <laughs> disney world then um I think the first time my parents took me was 1978, I believe. So I didn't get to go in 76. My cousins went. I was very jealous. They got to do that. I have actually I have their home movies of when they went in 1976. But and I don't have any home movies the first time I went in 78. Um, but yeah, it, it was you know it's just the Magic Kingdom then, and um, it was amazing. You know, it was, I think Sea World was around, and it's like the Stars Hall of Fame, like all those older retro places. You know, you see back now and. Uh, I think at some point Circus World was there, the uh, Ringling Brothers Barnaby Circus. We did all that, and uh, we did all that stuff and everything. And I think I went seventy. The first three times I went was seventy eight. I think eighty one, and then uh, eighty three. Um, that's when Epcot first opened. So that was the first time I went to Epcot too. So those were the first few times with my parents. Um, you know, growing up in Jersey, it wasn't too horrible to take a flight down there. Um, we took Eastern Airlines, the official airline of Disney World that does not exist anymore. That's right. And uh, it was it was great. I, I loved it then. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to put on, you know, I'm going to embarrass myself. I used to put on, uh, you know, I was a real kid, like eight or nine or whatever. I used to put on, I get the Disney World soundtrack and I would set up my teddy bears and I put a spotlight on them and I pretend... <laughs> Like I was doing the Country Bear Jamboree or I would have other figures or do the Tiki Birds or something like that. I, oh, I loved man. it. You know, it was low tech then. So, you know, nice. that was that was big tech to put on a recording and, you know, have a little show or something. Like that. I don't have that in video or anything. I wish I did. But, <laughs> but yeah, and this... I, you know, some of my retro videos in 83 and, and you know, Resort TV one just showed uh, I, I was kind of and I'm going to say this, Dean. I was kind of an innovator. I, uh, you know, I guess I was I was doing live streams and broadcasts. You know, like pretend like my kids do. My my kids now they they pretend they have YouTube channels. My one kid has a 
a YouTube channel. He's not on or anything. But my other kid, my eight-year-old, you know, he's a little young for YouTube. So he kind of pretends like he has a YouTube channel. I guess at the point where I was his age, I was pretending I was broadcasting and doing video and stuff. And, um, <laughs> you know, I did a resort tour of the Polynesian 35 years ago. Really? I did, um, I, I, I'd had my tripod. I had a camera. I recorded off the TV the resort video for about 20 minutes because I loved it so much. Huh. And, and Josh over at Resort TV One had a great collection of them. And I said, hey, Josh, he saw one of my, you know, one of my streams. I did, I did a live stream looking back at the my 1983 trip. And he's like, yeah, I, I'd use it on my channel. And we used it. And it's, I think it's, it's about a, a couple days. It's about a week old. It's got about 8,000 views. So there's a viewership for it and everything. So did you put out the uh, Polynesian one? I don't I don't yeah, remember I if have I saw it. That. Yeah, it's okay. it's on there. So and, and, and I, I, I kind of discussed with Josh too. Hopefully, we can do. Uh, and I said, hey, let's do the Polynesian thirty five years ago and today, and like he can film. You know, w- w- this is what I filmed, and this is what it looks like today. I think that's a kind of a cool thing we're talking about. Hopefully, doing so. And he seemed would, like he was into it, so I think that'd be pretty cool. You were ahead of your time. You were definitely an innovator. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, it drove my mother and it, dro- it drives my wife crazy because <laughs> I just film attractions i just film what i see i don't film i film a little bit of family but i just kind of like like i always was a broadcaster and you know that's i'm a professional photographer and videographer growing up you know we'll get to that but um i think that was my you know my passion i liked filming stuff and you know what i experienced we know you've kind of worked for some pretty famous people uh one in particular so what is your job and, and why do you travel so much um, well, let me a little, a little backtrack about me. I went to school, um, William Patterson College in uh, New Jersey. I'm a communications major. Uh, I gra- I was the first one in my family to graduate college, and uh, you know, I have a degree in communications. And I went for broadcasting. Uh, and you know, at the time, and, and, and I'm really dating myself here. That you know, the internet really it was it wasn't around when I went to college. I think when I first started going, I got my first email. I got my first taste of going down and going on the internet. Uh, websites were horrible, um, and you know I went for TV broadcast and everything. And I interned for uh, America's Talking. You ever hear of America's Talking? It was a all talk show network. It was like um, nine talk shows together. I and, cannot remember that. And NBC owned it, and it it further went on to only lasted two years, and that's that's where I interned, and. Um, it's now CNBC. So uh, it's CNBC is uh-huh. in the same building. And then it was that channel turned into MSNBC. So CNBC mm-hmm. was like the financial part. And then America's Talking was the like the talk show network part. And uh, that's where I interned. There were great people and everything. And I was the first, you know, from the broad, like I got to see a network kick off like the first day ever. And this was America's Talking, like I was saying. It was just, it was amazing to be there. Um huh on that day yeah. uh, and see it kick off and everything. And um, well, some of the people, it it, it, it it went away and a lot of the people went over to Fox and, you know, afterwards and everything. And a lot of my friends and people that worked there. But, you know, one thing I learned, I didn't like TV. I didn't like broadcasting at all. So it was weird. It's bizarre. Like I went to school and in college and in the interim of me going to college, technology changed and my passion changed. So it went from yeah. wanting to be in television <clears throat> excuse me, to um, falling in love with TV, video, broadcasting, the internet. And that's really where I started, you know, forming into like this whole multimedia company and, and going that direction and going on uh, on the internet. 
and, and, and you know, broadcasting there, which was great. So, and, and believe it or not, there was a lot of shows where they had celebrities and everything, and Dean loves this story. So um, I was a photographer, so I brought my camera, and it was, you know, it was, it was, it was a major network. You know, like you can go on your cable channel, you can watch and everything. If you look it up, they had nine shows a day, just every day. Um, on the weekdays and the weekends, they showed repeats, but there was a lot of celebrities coming in there. So I started taking pictures of the people, the celebrities, you know, Geraldo was there and CNBC and, you know, they're like, oh, where's that intern Rob and where's this and everything. And I kind of parlayed it into being their official house photographer. And I was there that summer. And then after my internship there, I was just their photographer and I'd come in and I got to meet like Dean's favorite uh, is Charlton Heston. Um, yes. It was very cool to go see him. I went yeah. in there and I would always go, you know, I would never, I, I have a lot of interesting stories about a, a lot of uh, the, the celebrities I met um, there, but I would go in and ask, and I would ask the person, I'm like, Mr. And then with Charlton Heston, I would go, Mr. Heston, would it be all right if I take your picture? You know, that's what I, that was my kind of key line that I would say to people. And he would, he looked up at me. And he grabbed my hand. You don't see the video, but Dean could see me on video. And he grabbed my, he shook my hand and he grabbed my wrist at the same time. And he looked up at me and said, the pleasure is all mine. And I was like, holy cow, <laughs> Moses just shook my hand. So I got to send you pictures I took of him. But it was really cool to, you know, to meet Charlton wow. Heston and I photographed him. He was on, he was on just a talk show and um, it was just uh, supermodels to you know sports celebrities to musicians you know kenny g was there i'm just trying to think of all the different um kathy ireland was there um wow. there were just there was just a bunch of celebrities it was just it was just fun like you just yeah. you would just and i was on another show too i would um uh i was on my talk show i i, I one day i think i'm going to release this i was on my talk show i forget people's names that was my topic um, another thing is I had problems sleeping and I was on the show. I was on, cause a lot of times a guest drops out or something, they would, they would scramble and they would just have people there. So I was on a lot of the shows too, which it was, a, it was a blast. It was fun. Unfortunately, I think the network only lasted like two years and then, uh, Microsoft MSNBC, they, they bought it out and they moved it and CNBC, I think is still in that same building, but, uh, it was just, I, I got to show you all my pictures one day and all my celebrity pictures and it was it was just a, it was a lot of fun oh you should you should do a live stream and just share those pictures and talk <laughs> about it because that's what you're good at yeah, is just talking and having a conversation yeah. um but then, right, so but but real quick it. though and then i you know i always i i, I did weddings and uh, you know parties and stuff and my multimedia company and then i kind of went on and um i always had a big client um i worked for microsoft and everything what were you going to ask dean i'm sorry no, actually, I was just going to go on to the next question. So you. you oh, okay, yeah. Going. So and, and you know, I worked for Microsoft for a while. I worked for, I, I, I you know, I took my multimedia experience and I, I did. I worked for Coors Brewing Company and I did a lot of stuff with, you know, NJCoors.com was the website. I helped. Uh, well, I developed. I, 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 I went out and we did pictures of people drinking Coors Light and it was Corona and Coors Light and I worked for all these different beer companies over the years, and in and in the. When I also when I was in in college, I got to meet John Bon Jovi's mother, which she was awesome. <clears throat> I, I thank her very much for getting me in into the door with that. She ran John's fan club. Um, oh. She she did not like the way uh, his fan club was run, and she you know what she said. I'm going to take it over. I'm going to do your fan club and everything. And she, I met her at one of my companies I work for, 
And um, I don't know. We just we hit it off, and I said, "Hey, if you ever need a photographer, or videographer, here's my card." And she gave me a call, and I became friends with uh, John's brothers. And then you know, I did everything from newsletters and videotapes, and I would record shows and and photography, and all my skills came together. And I'm from Jersey, so it was an honor to be with Bon Jovi. You know, so over the years, I eventually, you know, my other friend did their catering, and now he runs. Today, he runs at the John Bon Jovi Soul Kitchen. And I met, you know, we met at the same time. And then I, I went on and I ran runawaytours.com. That's, that's another website, Runaway Tours. That you, it's a travel company where you can get to go see musicians and celebrities and everything and take pictures with them and interact and see them and ask them questions and get photos with. So I went from being meeting them and, you know, all the way up to running one of their companies, so which was pretty okay. awesome. So, so with Runaway Tours, that's is that why you were in Australia? Was yeah, I just of... you know, I, I like we just we I go all around the world. I'm so lucky. I was just in Australia, like Dean said. I was there twice already. It was my second time to Australia. Um, I did a little. I did some live broadcasting from uh, Australia. It was fun. It was. I was there to work, so I really couldn't do too much live broadcasting. But yeah, we had 400 people. Um, they got to do a Q&A with the band. They got photos with them. We went on a cruise around Sydney Harbor. They uh, ate and drank. And the next day we went uh, We went to the stadium. And and I, I forget what the attendance was, 80,000 people or something. They got to see a show up Bon Jovi. So it was just – and they got to see the sound check too. So it, it's just some great experiences. I've got to meet so many cool people from around the world. And I, it's just – I was very lucky that day to meet John Bon Jovi's mother. So I thank her so much wow. for doing that stuff. Yeah. So that was the really unknown cool. there is I didn't know the connection was through his mom and you yeah. running the fan club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll I didn't, I didn't run the it. fan club, but say she yeah. ran the fan club. Okay. I, you know, I did a lot of the video photography. I did a lot of the multimedia and stuff. And then eventually it kind of led into this Runaway Tours. It's a totally separate company that does these trips with Bon Jovi. We did Don Henley. We did uh, Joe Walsh and Don Henley. We did Journey. We did uh, Goo Goo Dolls. We did Rob Thomas. Uh, we did Florida Georgia Line. So we got to do a lot of different artists, and that was just a blast. Real fun. And, um, you know, I got to get my travel experience, and I, I did everything from booking hotels to DJing to I take pictures of all 400 people or whatever we have. You know, it could be as low yeah. as 75 people to 400 people. And I take pictures, you know, my professional photography. I do all the pictures with the artist and and the person who does the trip. So it's just it's great. It's a blast. I still work for them. I con I don't really work for the company per se anymore, but they still contract me out. And I, I'm I'm doing two cruises this year with them. So runawaytoparadise.com if you guys want to come meet John Bon Jovi and go on a cruise. I'm doing two of them this year. So what was it again? Runawayparis.com. Runawayparadise.com. Oh, so, paradise. Gotcha. Yeah, there's okay. a Caribbean cruise and there's a cruise to, uh, into. Uh, the Mediterranean, so it's it's just really cool to get this, oh, the, the stuff I get to do with them. Holy cats! And by the way, you did an awesome. Uh, I was, I didn't know what it was like until I saw you live stream from that cruise ship in Australia, and I realized you were the man. You were the one who was kind of like um, controlling that crowd and getting people excited. Right. And yeah, but that's that's the funny that. thing. Like you 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 run a company, help run a company. You know, my, my boss and everything. It's a small operation. Um, people are amazed that just, you know, one or two people can run this company, but we do it. We pull it off. And I'll be honest with you, it just to fly my DJ out there would have been very cost uh, prohibited. I, I actually have, I, I, you know, I do the photos. I DJed that party and everything. So I took a break and that's what I did. That's what I did the, the walk around the ship and everything. So I was DJing that time. So it was no, not as much fun for me, but, but I love DJing. You know, all we play is Bon Jovi music. And if I play anything else, I get booed. So 
It was, it's fun. So. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more about your channel. So, okay. uh, you know, we're kind of a lot of us in this community are, you know, we get a little envious when somebody gets monetized. So we know you're monetized now, which yeah. I think is like, a is it a thousand subs and 44,000 hours? Correct. Is that right? Yeah, yeah that's, how, that's what you got to get. Yeah. It's tough. You know, like, like I said, when I went in that direction with my company and everything, I, you know, and promoting me. And with the Bon Jovi fans, made it kind of easy for me. I had, you know, I have forty three hundred uh, Facebook followers. I just hit five thousand Twitter followers, and um, I didn't even really try for Instagram. I'm, I'm close to two thousand Instagram followers. And when I when I when I relaunched my YouTube channel, I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be nothing. But it, it YouTube channel is definitely a difficult thing. It's a full time job. It really is, as you know, Dean. And yeah. um, it was a struggle to get there, you know. And yeah. I tell people too, and you know. We'll talk about it later, but I like helping people and I like telling my success and what works for me. And um, like I said, I'm tr my channel. I try to be different, and uh, you never know what's gonna hit. My my vi my biggest video on my channel has uh, I think it's like seven seventy something uh, hundred views. You know, seven thousand five hundred views is is in Japan. It's it's the Cinderella Castle tour, which you know you get lucky. Someone used uh, Defunct Land used my video in their video, and I said I. Huh. I sent him a nice message on Twitter. You know, no problem using my video. Just give me a link. I've yeah. gotten a lot of different views, for, you know, a lot of different subscribers from that. Another guy, Ben Lawrence, he, yes. he had a retro video on Toys R Us closing. And I looked yes. the other day, I think it has 4.5 million views. And all I did was I was the first comic because I was a fan of Ben's, you know. And I said, hey, great, great job or something. I said something. And uh, I got 500 subscribers in three days just by commenting on a viral video. So it's just bizarre. You never know what's going to happen. And then again, I, I thank Josh. Josh used my my um, you know 35 year old video from Resort TV One, and that's been getting me a lot of views and everything. I mean, the, to put that in perspective, 500 new subs in three days. I'm at 430 some, Crazy. and have been at it for a long, a long time. Yeah, usually on milestones, I like to celebrate and everything. But we we literally celebrated 900 subscribers to a thousand subscribers in, in within uh you know from the morning to night. It was so funny. So <laughs> I never forget that. And, and my friends were laughing. They're like, I can't believe you're going from 900 to a to a thousand, and that's when I hit the thousand subscribers. It was great. And then when I got monetized too, I, I didn't even know I was doing a Frankie Friday. And uh, Megan from Mickey's uh, Magic, she's like, "Oh wow, they just and they, they usually refresh in the morning." So I was hoping to hit uh, that threshold uh, to get reviewed, but it, for some reason it did it at night. And then he, she's the one who told me, "Thank you, Meg." She's the one who told me, "Hey." It's refreshed. Go check, and that's when I got it on one of my. And that was a great moment. One of my channels that I got <laughs> reviewed for monetization, uh, you know, right on the air. And then I think I got accepted too. Like it was, uh, you know, some people as quick as two weeks lately. I, it took me seven weeks. It was very painful to to wait. Oh. But yeah, thank you. I, I got monetized a couple of weeks ago. And it's great. It's just nice, you know. Yeah. It, it it definitely uh, is different on your channel. I'm still learning, uh, you know, learning how to use the, you know get monetized and all that stuff. And it's nice to get super chats and get rewarded for your videos and everything. So, well, so, um, I'm going to ask, you know, I'm going to ask you this and you know, I'm the reason I'm your super agent is because <laughs> the first time I saw you, I said, this guy is such a DJ well, at you. heart. I mean, to me, that's the way. And I thought, okay, am I the only one seeing this? And I remember seeing others on, I remember in particular, Rachel uh, said the exact same thing and oh, I didn't cool. even fish that out of her. So, so where do you, where do you get this, uh, 
where did you get this confidence or how did you come by your voice and your, your meat? You know, I don't know. I always feel like I mumble and I'm a mush mouth and I never really liked what the way I sounded, you know, and right now I'm thinking about it that you reminded me. And yes, I apologize. I was going to save it to the end. Dean is my super agent. So if That's anyone right. out there wants to hire me, yeah. Dean is so supportive. Thank you, Dean, for so much. He's, he's a good friend. He's very supportive. Yep. And uh, since Dean has been supporting me, I call him my super agent. So I just... get a cut, you know. It's, 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 it's like it's set up. One day you're going to get this big fat check. So. 15%. 15%. Stupid <laughs> <Too> funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just, it was funny because I did an interview for Runaway Tours like maybe two years ago, I think. And we kind of looked back at the footage and I was pretty lousy and I was not really happy with myself. And one of the reasons, too, I don't know if I mentioned it before. One of the reasons why I wanted to do my channel was because I wanted to learn YouTube. I wanted to learn um, I wanted to learn the back end of it. I wanted to learn how to get monetized, how to make money off it, how to do super chats, how to do the live broadcasting. Because I, I was fascinated with the technical end of it. But I really wasn't – and you'll see my early videos, too. And I think that's the, that holds true with a lot of people. I really wasn't comfortable on the air and everything. And, um, you know, I bought some, you know, basic stuff. I have – these are my – headphones i use when i travel and i bought a mic and some color lights and stuff if you watch my youtube channel but um i really wasn't comfortable being on the air and everything and i guess mm. it just takes practice dean i think that's what it was like just doing stuff over uh, over the last year I'm, I'm you know a year doing live broadcasts and everything going into 2019 and i, I just i just love it i love the the you know we'll get into that too we'll get in uh, i love the community uh, you and your brother Bob are great. You know, you guys come on to my live streams and everything, and, and of course, all my partner channels. And we we call it the power channels. I, I, uh, it's uh, just people I like supporting and helping and, and talking about. And I have a sponsor, DNG Explorers. Those guys are great. We kind yeah. of joke around about. You know, I just uh, I don't know if they like it per se. But they say they do, but I, it, during the live streams, like we were fooling around one day, and I think I burped like but i don't like i'm not a, like a rude burp or anything but like no, a little no. you know when you talk a lot <laughs> excuse me i'm confident when you talk a lot and you're drinking a lot and you're doing stuff you get a little you know a little a little burp there's a little quiet burp and everything and we're, me and frankie one day we're fooling around we're like oh dng explorers i think they donated something to me they said oh that burp was sponsored by dng explorers <laughs> and it kind of stuck it kind of stuck and it's funny like i'm i'm into gaming and stuff and talking to my friends and everything and when i'm playing video games like if someone burps they're like oh sponsored by dng explorers i'm like wow i can't believe that actually stuck. <laughs> like so and there's it's like, a burp count yeah i was on their show last night and i think they i didn't even mention it i didn't even bring it up but yeah the burp count like it's right dean when, when someone when i me or frankie burpers it's just it's just funny and that's what i like to do i just like to be different on my show and um you know growing up uh, i i i like hearing different you know I, 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 you know, it's controversial. Like Howard Stern was a big, uh, I was a big fan of Howard Stern growing up and everything. I love the way he interviews people and the way he does stuff and everything. And I never, I'll, I'll be dead honest with you, uh, Dean. I never thought I was going to have more of a DJ style or a DJ voice when I, when I started doing my channel, but it kind of just, it formed into that. So, well, it's something that, um, it, you know, and you said something in there that I appreciate, which is I think you're really giving us all – we can all be different. We can, you know, just be ourselves and enjoy it. But you really do. You have that oh, you. Um, you have that DJ quality. So let's talk a little bit about this community of Disney enthusiasts. I mean you've mentioned Josh and Jenna and Resort TV One and everything that they've kind of brought. They, I kind of call them the kingpins um, of this uh, community. But what – 
what is it about this community that's different and what has it meant for you? Yeah. You know, like I said, I, I like, I, I like, you know, I like when we all support each other. And unfortunately, YouTube is so humongous. If you have like, um, if you get your stats or everything, you see your stat, you're like rated 5,052,000 or something, you know, there's, there's so many people out there and everything. And it just, and me growing up being DW, Rob, or whatever, whatever I was called, uh, you know, in, in my mind, I am the ultimate Disney World geek. I know it my, and, and it's funny because my son surpasses me now. He can rattle off who won the best picture for animation. He could rattle off songs. He could rattle off characters. He can, I show him, like, and it's very hard to stump him. He's incredible. He's always, he's, I'm kind of passing that out of my son, which is great. But I realized real quick, Dean, I know zero about Disney World compared to some of these people and and their experiences and everything. So, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, the No Rain video by um, Blind Melon where the girl is a bee and she is an outcast because she's wearing a bee costume. And she goes in, and I'm just thinking this now off the top of my head, which is funny. She goes into the field and there's a field of bees. That's kind of what my, I'm equating it to. Like I'm coming into the, a field of bees of Disney World fans. And it just was uh, – it was just amazing that, you know, that people yeah. actually know more than me and love more than me. And, you know, Meg, I'm going to use Meg as an example again because she's there right now. She's at Disney World. I'm like, wow, she was just there in October. Like it, people just and, and they live there and they want to move there and everything and the live streaming. And, you know, if you, t- tomorrow night, Resort TV One is live from, uh, you know, Disney World or just from a theme park. And it's just amazing that the technology is that these people want to share their experiences when they go on trips and when they want to vlog it or they want to, you know, live stream from anywhere. It's just amazing. So, um, and I just like to, I like to teach and help people out with the success. I have my friend, Kenny alpha traveler one, uh, has a show every Friday. Um, one of my partner channels and he likes to help YouTubers and stuff like, you know, you know, the YouTubers and travel and stuff like that. And I, I try to contribute with him as much as I can. And my other channel, I have another, project i'm working on i, I kind of kickstarted it last year because you know how it is you kickstart something and it takes forever to get build up so i kind of had in my mind 2019 i was going to do this project called drop that rope and drop that rope is uh you know if you're a rope dropper at a theme park you're there first you're waiting they drop the rope and then you go into the theme park so like that was the kind of i just thought of that name instantly and it was available drop that rope.com so i said you know what that's what i'm going to call my my new you know project and it's you know it's weird like what i started out with drop that rope and what it is what i envision it now is two different things so it's it's something that i'm working on and hopefully in 2019 i will um <clears throat> I'll, I'll i'll figure out what it is but it it re- basically is just to help different theme park youtubers and vloggers promote their stuff uh, huh. help them promote their stuff and just have fun with it you know just uh you know that was yep. part of my deal too. I wanted to create drop that rope or, you know, I'll be honest with you, I'm promoting me and my brand. Maybe necessarily people are that like me, or whatever might not like theme park stuff as much. So I kind of said, Hey, I'll do drop that rope where I can go nuts there. And then people can't get mad at me because look, this is all about theme parks and stuff. But, <laughs> and then Rob Fuzz is just about me, photography, being a geek, loving technology, loving theme parks and everything. So it could be everything. And Drop That Rope is just about theme parks. So oh, you know, perfect. It, it's just a, it's a work in progress. Kenny uh, from Alpha Traveler 1 wants to help out with that too. And, I'm you know, 
I'm on the live place as well. Thank you so much, Dean, for having me on there. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. And so it's just nice to that you support people and do the the live streaming in the community. And that's kind of, you know, a little bit of my answer to the, to the live place, just to kind of show people, you know, not just YouTube, but, you know, multimedia and different people's projects. Um, so let me um, – yeah, one quick question. Do you ever think about – connecting with this community um right down there at disney world or have you have you done that i'm not even sure if you have um i haven't yet and i you know the thing is um i travel a lot my wife travels a lot for business so unfortunately the kids kind of suffer a little bit because we travel so much we don't we do maybe more like local smaller things they've been they've been a lot of cool places they've they haven't they're not deprived but um we don't go to disney as much I'm hoping my my next thing is I think I want to go once Galaxy's Edge opens. That's probably the next time I'm going to go down to Florida. I am going to Florida in April, so maybe I can sneak over and meet some people and everything. I'd love to meet um, the 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 Disney legend R. Johns and and Josh and Jenna and anyone down there. And um, you know, I know a lot of people down there. Um, But yeah, I I just uh, I definitely love to meet everyone. And and my partner channels—they're all going to do a drink around the world. thing in epcot in october they really want me to come too but i just don't you know unfortunately with a family and my work and everything it's just hard as you know and everyone out there knows it's just tough to get you know for me to get down there and everything and i'd love to i definitely love to do stuff and everything i I was i was i was talking to dng explorers off the air yesterday about you know youtube is such a social thing and i think to be successful on youtube you i don't know we work hard. It's a full-time job, but I think the social aspect definitely helps people in YouTube and definitely help, um, you know, your channels become bigger and stronger. And, um, I, 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 I was equating this to a video game I play. It's called plunder pirates. It's on the iPhone and there's a guild in there and I've been playing it for over three and a half years, believe it or not. And I've met some of the, I've met one of the guys in England on the game, one of the couples that met in the game got married. I went to their wedding. So really? yeah, it just I kind of equate you know YouTube to this video game I play. So I don't <laughs> think I don't think YouTube realized, and I don't think this video game realized, and I don't think a lot of people realize that a lot of these things where there's social interaction that is a very key part of these yeah. these things, you know. And YouTube, it, you know how it is a community, and it kind of and and that with that game we spawned off into chat rooms, and with YouTube you chat spawned off into chat rooms and. You hear about your your people's parents and medical issues and life and their trips and and like it's the whole world. You know how it is, Dean. So it's that's crazy. A, that's a, it's a it is kind of crazy. And it's a good point. Miguel of um, a Disney Life for me said something interesting. He said he was just describing what you were is this the the richness of this com- Disney community that we've connected with. But he said, "Is this it? Is there other?" I mean, you know, you got to believe the answer is yes, but are there other communities that could, you know, experience the richness and 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 probably the number of people that we've had? And I'm assuming yes, but you know, so far it's by far the biggest one I've. It's seen. like the bees and the bees in the field. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is our go. bee going to see more bees in a field somewhere? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was thinking about that too. It's funny because I see a lot of people like. On cross formats, I see a lot of people on like Twitter, and I see a lot of people on you know they have Facebook groups or something and everything. I know, but like, it's pretty cool, yeah. Like our you know our little core group of people that we meet and friends and the people that support my channel. Thank you guys. 
If you ever watch my channel or you subscribe to my channel, thank you guys so much for the support. It was definitely I just hit finally hit fifteen hundred people the other day. So yeah, yeah. It's just such and a struggle. You, you got to watch Rob Fuzz. I mean, you'll see what he's talking about as far as being. He has his own unique approach, and it's I love the way you um, interact. I'll, I'll say it this way: given time and people, there's always drama somewhere, and I I think you seem to keep the drama away and everything that I've watched of yours seems to be focused on the positive so what are your thoughts about that and what this you know what this community is after yeah it's a kind of a tough question yeah I just I I think I've seen you know I, I gave it a year that's like I said and I wanted to see and I think when I started I said I'm going to give it a year and see how it is and you know I've seen a lot, and it's funny because I've seen a lot of people give up or a lot of people just disappear or a lot of people um, just don't put the effort in, you know, and that's fine. Like, you don't have to, you know, and like, I'm lucky to, you know, work for companies where I work from home and I can kind of set my own hours and stuff like that. It's tough, but I think some people, um, I'm not naming anything or, or, you know, just off in general, I think maybe some people might get, you know, upset or jealous and see, you know, like you even said, like, you know, I'm monetized now and everything. So like maybe some, I don't know, maybe some people get upset where they see the different people's progress and everything. And I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I do look at people's subscriber count and you know sure. how many views they get and everything. And it's just, it's just a game. And like I say, no matter what you never know, like, like I said, my number one video is in Japanese. It's bizarre. And like my, my number two <laughs> video is a video from 20 years ago from Universal Studios. And, you know, like huh. my other video is from the resort TV from 1983. It's just like, I guess that was, I kind of got, you know, I talk about travel. I talk about tech. I talk about, you know, cameras and video and movies and stuff. I guess I just general stuff. But I guess I kind of people when they mention me, I, I'm like, oh, Rob does retro videos. I guess that's kind of the way they equate me. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, I just try to avoid controversy. I guess it's that New Yorker in me, like I mentioned earlier. You know, um, it's kind of brazen. I tell the, I, I, you know, I tell the truth and I tell things the way it is and everything. And if I don't like something on your channel, I'm gonna let you know. I don't like the way your channel looks or the way you set it up or you have a graphic or I don't like your lighting or anything. Even, you know, I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I, 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 yeah. I like even my buddies DNG Explorers. I, 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 they're my self-proclaimed sponsors. You know, I just. Uh, great guys and everything. And I was just talking last night. I said, I don't like the way your page looks and I, and I want to help them. I want to, you know, I watched some videos on it and I'm not an expert on anything, you know, but, uh, you know, over the years, I, I think I did some stuff or over the last year, you know, not years, I'm really new to the YouTube and streaming community. But like I said, Hey, I think you guys should change up your page and they appreciated it. And I said, you know, the other day I said, you should get some more lighting and they got more lighting and you know, uh, they got a better microphone and everything. So, I, like, I just like helping people. You know, me and yeah. Kenny does too from Alpha, Alpha Trover One. Kenny, he, same thing. He likes to help people. So, and you don't something I like. Uh, uh, sorry, and you and you're not the kind of person. You like it's like to me. You could say whatever you wanted, and I'm not going to feel offended. You know, <laughs> it's just the way you your your countenance Thanks, is. Steve. I think. Thanks. Where so finally, where it's from the heart. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a good heart. Where can people find you online? Every, like, where where do you direct them? Right. So yeah, Rob Fuzz. Fuzz is my last name. It's 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 part of my last name, so I just call myself Rob Fuzz. So it's at sign Rob Fuzz on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course uh, YouTube.com slash Rob Fuzz. And I have it across the board. I even have Rob Rob some person. I had RobFuzz.com at some point, and some person unfortunately snagged it from me. I, I got. It, it, 
If oh. you're out there, please renew your domain <laughs> name. So I do have robfuzz.live. Uh, it's a website. It's just, I'm still working on it. Hopefully in 2019, I'll be working on it some more. But uh, you can go to that website too, and all my links are in there for all my different channels. And drop that rope too. Definitely check out my other channel, my 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 little side project for theme park, uh, you know, uh, decadence, I guess I'll call it, and, and promoting people and everything. As such, drop that rope. I have that domain name too, like I said, across the board for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And I never done much with the YouTube channel yet, but I, I hope in 2019. And I, I want to talk to Dean about it too, and I want to get you more involved, and I want to get my friends more involved, and whatever – Whatever anyone wants to put into that's my new direction for Drop That Rope is to collab more with people and you know if you want to uh, contribute to it more I just added a bunch of mods on that Drop That Rope uh, Facebook page my partner channels my power channel so if you want to promote your videos and you know I think I'm going to open the gates and have everyone just collaborate and work on it so that's my goal for oh. Drop That Rope in 2019 so that's where you can find me and um, Rob yeah, Rob yeah. Fuzz and Drop That Rope and yeah. uh, I'm in by the way. Uh, for whatever. I'm, All right, great. I'm, not, Thanks, I'm always Dean. glad to. Why collab. not just put him on the spot during his podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't say no, right, guys? <laughs> Rob, thanks again. Uh, we look thanks, uh, forward to catching you on future live streams, future videos. Drop that rope, seeing what Rob Fuzz is about. Thank yeah. you very much well, for Dean, being on. I just want to thank you again for having me on. Uh, I don't know if you asked me or I asked you, but I I, I downloaded all the episodes going to uh, going to Sydney, Australia, and I listened to them all on the plane, and I love them all, and I love everyone you've interviewed, and I'm so happy. I'm very proud to be part uh, of your podcast family now, so I appreciate yeah. it. You've got great guys on there, and, and thank you for your support. Thank your brother, Bob. You guys are awesome. Uh, Bob just been cracking me up, and you guys just cracked me up, and I love seeing your live streams and the future of you and your channels and your endeavors too. So thank you guys too. And thank you everyone who subscribed to me and, and watched and, and, and listened to the podcast. Sorry. And um, I appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thank you, Rob. This Happy Place is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Find us at lifepodcast.net.